Hi, I'm Brim Bamber, and this is the Burnout to Brilliance podcast, where you'll learn how to go from overworked and overwhelmed to a place where you realize your sensitivity is your greatest gift, and you're energized by both your work and your life. Here we go. Hey, everyone. I wanted to start today a bit differently because of everything that's happening with COVID-19 and it's spreading around the world and the impact it's having on so many people. I actually wanted to start today with a poem, which is not the way I usually start these podcasts, but it seems fitting to me. It seems like the right thing for today. So... This is from The Prophet by Khalil Gibran, and it's on pain. He doesn't have one on crisis, which was what I was hoping for. So this is the closest I can get, and I think a lot of people are in emotional pain about what's happening. Some people are in physical pain. So I'm going to start here. And a woman spoke saying, tell us of pain. And he said, your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. Even as the stone of the fruit must break, that its heart may stand in the sun, so must you know pain. And could you keep your heart in wonder at the daily miracles of your life? Your pain would not seem less wondrous than your joy and you would accept the seasons of your heart even as you have always accepted the seasons that pass over your fields and you would watch with serenity through the winters of your grief much of your pain is self-chosen it is the bitter potion by which the physician within you heals your sick self. Therefore, trust the physician and drink his remedy in silence and tranquility. For his hand, though heavy and hard, is guided by the tender hand of the unseen. And the cup he brings, though it burn your lips, has been fashioned of the clay which the potter has moistened with his own sacred tears. So I wanted to talk to you today about steering your business through a crisis because we, as you know, are in crisis And for many small business owners like you, this means change. This means things can't be done the way they typically have been. The things that have worked before haven't worked. This is particularly true if you have a bricks and mortar business. But it also applies to those of you who have online businesses. It's things are things are changing and so I wanted to talk today about how you can steer your business through this steer yourself 
through this. Take care of yourself, your people, your family. Take care of your customers. Take care of your community as best you can. So the first step to steering your business through a crisis is taking care of yourself, is taking care of your mental health. So what's been happening has been bringing up a lot for a lot of people. And it's really hard to make decisions about your business if you're feeling really anxious or really upset or really frustrated with the way some people are handling this. If you're in a state of intense emotion, it's hard to make the best decisions possible for your business and and make these changes that are necessary right now. And so I wanted to just talk about some things that could give you mental health support, some things that have helped me um, personally starting to understand what's happening and starting to accept what's happening and accept all these changes. So some of the things that have helped me, I've started actually, I've never done this before, but I've started doing them. some of the Wim Hof breathing exercises. So when I'm getting really overwhelmed by everything and all the change that exercise can be super grounding you can find them on YouTube he does um, breathing and then you're supposed to go into cold water I haven't done the cold water part of it yet but simply doing his breathing exercises has really helped so if you have your own pranayama exercises meditation practice breathing exercises yoga practice Something that's physical and helps you ground back into your body. With a lot of what's happening is we end up with swirling thoughts, right? We have all these worst case scenario thoughts or what should I be doing better thoughts or I'm doing it wrong thoughts or what's it's going to be what's this going to mean for me what's this going to mean for my grandparents what's this going to mean for my financial situation all these swirling thoughts and any sort of practice that can ground you and bring you back into your body and not that those questions aren't valid and they aren't things you need to seriously consider but when they're in when they're in the form of like swirling it's really hard to navigate them so breathing exercises yoga if you do uh, dance cardio online there's lots of yoga classes online anything like that the other thing that's really helped me is reading spiritual texts. 
So I was already reading this book called Cave in the Snow, which is about a Buddhist monk, Tenzin Palmo, who meditates for 12 years in a cave. And and she's somehow, to me, she's like approachable. Even though she's, you know, uh, meditating in a cave for 12 years, the way it's written, it's she seems kind of like a regular person, obviously with some psychological strength and steadiness to be able to do that and enjoy and enjoy it she really loved being in this cave um but that book has been helpful for me particularly about the the way we're doing social spacing and we're working from home and staying home and seeing her joyfully live in a cave for 12 years with no running water and no internet and no heat, just a little wood stove, made it seem like, oh, me (laughs) staying in my room is not nearly as challenging as it would be for me to stay in her situation. And also her, her appreciation of the value of being alone and having more time to meditate and having, having this time in this space. And so her inner spiritual strength is also inspiring to me and, and showing me the benefits of spending more time in my house alone than I was before everything happened. So I'm not necessarily suggesting that book. I mean, I, I do re- recommend that book for, to anyone. I, I was reading it before this all hit. I really enjoyed reading it. But whatever books or authors for you inspire you, spiritually inspire you in terms of navigating hard things I finished that book and so now I'm reading some of Anne Lamont who I highly recommend all of her books um she's she's amazing probably I wouldn't recommend her bird by bird right now which is her writing book unless you are um working on some writing but a lot of her books are on faith and prayer and going through hard things and how to get through them. The other authors I really like in this vein of spiritual memoir is my favorite genre and it's what I find really inspiring. And of course, if it isn't for you, whatever books give you a sense of steadiness or clarity or strength maybe it is actually full sacred texts maybe it's books about mindset whatever your medicine is it's really important to take more of that medicine than you normally would the other authors I would recommend are 
Natalie Goldberg, Long Quiet Highway, which is about her experience with Buddhism, and uh, Glennon Doyle, Melton, any of her books really, Love Warrior. I'm starting to read Untamed, which just came out, which is also amazing. These books I I have found really helpful in terms of giving me strength, giving me a sense of well-being, giving me a sense of clarity, even though what the women in these books are going through are different than what I'm going through, simply seeing someone else going through something that's quite challenging and navigating it through leaning on faith really inspires and supports me and I imagine would inspire and support you. In addition to that, the other things you can do to support your mental health are obviously calling a good friend, booking a therapy appointment, or an appointment with your coach, baths, whatever is going to help you get grounded and into a place of acceptance with what's happening so that when you start to work on your business, you're coming from this grounded, peaceful place because what is not going to help you steer your business through this crisis is being super anxious or super upset and trying to make decisions. Those decisions are not going to best serve you. They're not going to best serve your community, your customers. And so the first step is really important to actually take the time to book the time in to take care of your mental health right now, whatever that looks like for you. Now, the second step, once you have taken care of your own mental health and you're feeling a little bit more grounded and you're feeling a little bit more secure is to start to look at your business and ask the question, what do my clients and customers need right now? Everyone is going through this crisis, not only you. And so what is going to best support them? What product or service is going to give them what they need right now. I am in one Facebook group for female entrepreneurs and we were, someone in the group asked a question for a friend of hers who's a massage therapist who is really struggling with the new protocol of social spacing And so we were all brainstorming for her, what can a massage therapist offer that's going to support her customer during this time? And one idea that I had, and I don't know if she's going to do it and if it's going to work and if it's the right idea, but the idea that I had was doing a video series on immune-boosting massage self-massage, so teaching her clients how to massage 
themselves in a way that's going to boost their immune system because we all need to be boosting our immune system as much as we can right now. Um, Another person in the group had the idea of her doing Zoom massage sessions with her clients where she could still assess them, you know, do the different tests, have a look at what's happening, and then actually lead the client step-by-step through self-massage, recommend different exercises that can help them release the tension in their shoulders or whatever's happening. Just because we all are spending a lot more time at home doesn't mean people's shoulders are less tense. In fact, during this time, a lot of people are building up more tension in their shoulders, right? Because they're they're stressed out. And so how can your gifts, can your products or service be helpful during this time? So you need to ask yourself, how can I and my business help during this time of crisis? What can we do for... What can we, how can we help? What can I offer for free? What can I offer as a paid service that is going to help my clients and customers? And as well, build your community, build the number of people you're helping. It, it can really help people and be a marketing strategy for you at the same time. And actually, those are the best marketing strategies when it's something that can that is going to really help people and introduces them to you and your your way of working with people or your your product so the way that I would recommend that you do this second part once you're feeling grounded and ready to look at what's happening Um, is to block out at least one hour, probably two hours would be ideal. And ask yourself, what can, what do my clients and customers need? How can I help? How, How can I and my business help during this time of crisis? And then brainstorm. I want you to come up with 100 ideas. And some of the ideas can be very bad. Some of the ideas can be very unrealistic. In the brainstorming stage, this, is, um, this comes from design thinking principles, but in the brainstorming stage, there is no such thing as a bad idea. So sit down at your desk or at your dining room table. We're all at home now, um, wherever you are, and come up with a hundred different ideas of how you can help. Some of them maybe you can't afford or there's limitations, they don't make sense. The thing about the bad ideas is sometimes the next idea that as long as you don't shut down your creativity, it'll lead to another idea that's gonna be bang on. Um, With brainstorming, it's also good to just set a timer. So, Set a timer for one minute, see how many ideas you can come up with in one minute, and just pump them out. This doesn't have to take forever, this part, this brainstorming part. If you have a team, you can gather everyone around. If you don't have a team, you can 
do it on your own or you can do it with a friend or a loved one if you prefer to do it together. You can do it on post-it notes, you can do it in your journal. Come up with a hundred ideas. If a, a lot of them are bad, that's fine. That's great. You're not going to do them all. You're going to do one, maybe two of them. But by coming up with a hundred, you might stumble upon an idea that's really, really going to work. Um, a lot of the problems are, and one of the problems design thinking has been created to address is people get married to their first idea. They have one idea and they get really attached to it. And then if it's not quite right or it needs some tweaks, they don't have the flexibility to do that. So that's the purpose of this brainstorming exercise. Come up with 100 ideas. Then once you have 100, pick your top three. I told you we aren't going to do them all. So pick your top three ideas from that 100. And then with each of those ideas, you can spend a little more time thinking about it. Now we can start to be a little bit more discerning. In the brainstorming stage, sky's the limit. Don't need to be realistic. Picking your top three and then with each, with each of those threes, go through the realistic part. Maybe you want to do a little bit of research on into them to see if other people are doing it or how it could work or what platforms you might need and how much they're going to cost. Um, or you could meditate on each of them if that's a, a practice that you do. Sit with them, sleep on it. And then from there you can pick one, tops two. And you want to pick one that is going to be your primary one. Maybe the second idea is really good too, but you want to do one that you can roll out quickly. People need your help right now. Your customers need help. We have never as a society gone through something like this before. This is the first time we don't know how to do it. We're all figuring it out. And a lot of people are having challenges, having pain points come up because of what's happening. New, brand new pain points they haven't had before because of the social isolating some people are having to do, the physical distancing, the mental health impact of all of this, the physical health impact that this is having on a lot of people, the impact on the healthcare profession, our hospitals, there's a whole bunch of new problems that need solving. And that is the amazing thing about being an entrepreneur is that you at any moment can pivot and solve a new problem. What are your skills? What are your gifts? What can your product do that is going to help with this crisis. And even for people who feel like there's nothing my product can do. I, I'm a part of one Facebook group and 
in that group, someone was saying, I think she makes like out knitted outfits for dogs. <laughs> and she was feeling like, oh my goodness, things are really not going to go well because this is an extra thing that people don't really need. But even if you have a business that you feel like is totally extra, think of a hundred ideas and it's okay if 99 of them end up being bad. You only need one that's good. So think of a hundred ideas of how you with your skills and the products that you have can help during this time. We need to help each other out. So I hope this was helpful. If you need a little bit more support with this, I am offering a brand new program called Steering Your Biz Through a Crisis, same name as the episode. And basically we'll be doing exactly these two steps that we talked about in the episode getting you gra- getting getting you into a good mental health state and then looking at what product or service you can offer and so as many of you know I'm a student core energetics practitioner and I really work with the emotions that are coming up and try to find the emotional patterning that's happening. So try to help you ground and also find in in a time of crisis, everyone has a default emotion. I don't know if you know that about yourself, but if you look at all the crises you've been through in your life, some people always get angry in a crisis. My default emotion is to somehow think it's my fault. It's all, or I'm going to fuck it up. Um, other people are, get really sad and overwhelmed. So we all have a default emotion when a crisis comes up. And that emotion actually comes from childhood. It's triggered by the crisis but it comes from what happened to us as as a child. So in that first step where we're getting you into a good place mental health-wise, that's actually what we'll do is to see what's coming up for you and see where the roots of that is and start to heal that so that you can go into the second step and make some really excellent decisions. So if you are interested in the Steering Your Business Through a Crisis program, email me at brynn at brynnbamber.com. So that's B-R-Y-N at B-R-Y-N, B-A-M as in mother, B as in Bob, E-R.com. And I will get you all of the information about that program. So... I'm thinking about you. I know this is hard. And the way that we're going to get through this is by helping each other out, asking each other for help, and taking care 
of our friends, our family, our community as best we can right now. This is hard, but we can get through this and actually you can really help some other people who are suffering because of what's happening if you take the time to really step back and look at how can your business help. Okay, take good care of yourself, wash your hands, (laughs) participate in physical distancing, boost your immune system, do whatever you need to do to take care of your mental health right now, okay? And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to pick up my free guide, Reduce Stress and Get an Hour of Your Day Back. You can find that at brynbamber.com slash relax. That's B-R-Y-N-B-A-M-B-E-R dot com slash relax. Have a lovely and relaxing day.